come this far by, I can't tell you how many years I've sat on the second pew and just been, like, I love, I love that song. Thank God. Thank God for the choir. Thank God. And they, they look good too, didn't they? Didn't they? They had that spring colors popping. They look good. They look good. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for, for the choir. Thank God for being able to be a witness to God. Right? We are living testimonies. Right? That is a song of testimony. Right? Right? We have indeed come this far by faith. And only because we were able to lean on the word. That is a song of testimony. A song of someone who's been through something and survived. Someone who's come out the other side. And so we thank God that we're able to lean and lean and depend on a God who will never never fail us. I did want to say a, a quick word before we get into the word. Uh, uh, this coming Wednesday, we're beginning a new ministry uh, of uh, Chaplain Irene and Dr. Fry. Uh, we'll be meeting with all those who are interested online uh, from noon to 1230, calling it Come Into the Room. And so for those who just want to gather and kind of get together and hear a good word and just share uh, what God is doing, come into the room. Uh, the coming, these, coming Wednesdays and Wednesdays from t to come uh, uh, from 12 to 12 noon. And you can find that information by going to camforconnects.com. And so we thank God for all the different ministries and ways we are working and seeing God move uh, today. Somebody say amen. 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 So on Wednesday, come into the room. Come into the room. Come into the room on Wednesday. I want to preach just for a few minutes today from the subject title. Mama knows. <laughs> I see. That's, that's all I had to say. I, 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 I can go home now. That's all I got to say. Mama, Mama knows. Mama knows. Let me put this somewhere. Preach just for a minute from the subject title. Mama, Mama knows. Pray with me, Father God. Again, we just thank you, Lord, for how you continue to bless us. How, Lord, you continue to walk with us. We thank you, God, that we can lean on your everlasting arms. We thank you, God, that we can lean on your everlasting arm. For, God, you have been good to us. And so now, God, for those of us who are watching by line, for those of us who are watching, God, in our houses, in our bathrooms, in our living rooms, in our kitchens, God, for those who are watching, God, and listening, God, even in this sanctuary, in the vestibule, and downstairs, God, wherever we may be, Lord, right now, send your anointing. Right now, Father God, send, send God right now, send your angels, God, dispatch them to wherever we are that we might know of your goodness and your glory. Remind us, God, that we can lean on you, God. Remind us, Lord, that you have provided your arm for us, God, provided your presence, God, that we might know you in your fullness. And so this we pray today, this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to preach, want to preach, want to preach from the subject title, Mama, Mama Knows, Mama Knows, Mama, Mama Knows. We, we're, we're in the book of Exodus, but in order, in order to really understand what's happening in Exodus 2, we got to go back to Genesis. You all know Joseph. Joseph was the son of Jacob. Remember, Jacob had 12 sons. Remember, Joseph was the one they didn't like. Remember, Joseph was the one they tried to throw into the pit. Joseph was the one they sold into slavery. 
Joseph was the one that Potiphar's wife gave a bad rap on, needed, needed some criminal justice help, right? Joseph was the one that spent time in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Joseph, Joseph was the one who could see dreams and hear God's visions and who could prophesy and, and would understand and could articulate dreams, and yet he spent most of his younger life being abused for his gifting and the favor that was on him. Joseph was the one that, when he was elevated, became uh, the second in charge over all of Egypt, became, the title was the Vizier. Joseph was in charge of making sure everybody had enough grain, enough land, provision. Joseph was in charge of all of that because he had been elevated because finally someone could recognize his gifting, the Pharaoh. Joseph was the one that when his brothers came back, they didn't recognize him because he was dressed up in his royal, his royal garments, right? And they rekindled a relationship in that place. Joseph was in charge over most of Egypt. Right? That was Joseph. And so, and so we end the book of Genesis talking about Joseph, talking about the ways in which the children of Israel, the Hebrews, were able to live alongside the Egyptians because of Joseph. Because Joseph was second in charge over all of Egypt. Something happens, though, at the end, the end of Genesis, the beginning of Exodus, Exodus, the first chapter, something happens. What happens is that Joseph dies. And the text says in, in the book of Exodus, the first chapter, I believe the second or third verse, that there rose up a new Pharaoh who did not know Joseph. This new Pharaoh did not have the same love of the Hebrews, the children of Israel, as the old Pharaoh. This, this new Pharaoh did not see them as, as equals, did not see them as, as those who ought to live in parallel to one another. This, this, this new Pharaoh saw them as a threat. And so this new Pharaoh in the book of Exodus, the first chapter, decides we need to enslave these people because they're becoming too outnumbered. There are more of them than there are of us. So what if they decide to turn on us? They got the numbers and we don't. And so the new Pharaoh who comes in the book of Exodus, the first chapter, began, begins to enslave the Hebrews, begins to enslave the children of Israel, puts masters over them, makes them build pyramids and build structures with just, with just, with just straw, has them, has them subjugated, and even then discovers that that wasn't working because they were still growing like crazy. Right? So the new Pharaoh, the new Pharaoh in the book of Exodus, the first chapter, decides, well, we need to start killing some of these kids. They're having too many babies. They're having too many children. They're growing faster than we are. We need to get rid of some of these kids. So the new Pharaoh gives this edict, tells the, 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 the midwives, when you're going to help the Hebrews birth a baby, birth a child, if it's a boy, kill it. The midwives, now, are scared of God. They, they, they know right from wrong, right? And so they don't do it. They, 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 they just refuse to do it. And so, in fact, they go back and tell Pharaoh uh, uh, that these Hebrews are giving birth too fast. By the time we get there, the baby's already, is already, is already there. We can't do nothing with him, right? <laughs> right? So the new Pharaoh gives a new edict. First chapter of Exodus, 
22nd verse, last verse of the text. New Pharaoh gives us new edict. New Pharaoh says, okay, since that's the case, I just want you to take every boy, every boy of the Hebrews, every Hebrew boy, and throw them into the Nile. Exodus 1, 22. That's the new edict. I want you to kill all the boys. Throw all the boys into the Nile. Second chapter of Exodus, beginning with the first verse, we are introduced to Moses' parents. His parents are Levites. Moses' father was a Levite. Moses' mother was a Levite. And the text says that, that when Moses was born, his mother, his, not his father, his mother saw that he was a goodly child. Right? Right? We're going to work with that word. Saw that he was a goodly, goodly child. He was a goodly child. Huh, some of y'all goodly in here. Some of y'all goodly, right? I saw that he was a goodly child, right? And so because she saw that he was a goodly child, the text says that she hid him for three months. So that's what I want to talk about today. A mother, a mother knows. A mother knows. Three, 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 three points and I'm done. Three points and I'm done. The first point is that uh, 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 the mother, mothers, mothers see something. This mother, this mother saw something. Point, point, point number two, not only, not only do mothers see something or mothers saw something. Point number two, point number two, mothers sense something. You ought to say amen for a mother who can sense, who can sense something. Huh? Huh? Point number two, mothers, mothers sense something. And then point, point number three, and I'm done, mothers, mothers say. Mothers say. Say something. Mother say. If you got a mother, you already know. She, oh, she doesn't say what she said, when she said it, the way she said it. Mother say. Mother say something. <laughs> mother, mother say something. Point, 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 point number one, mother see something. It's interesting in the text that Moses' mother, whose name is Jochebed, J-O-C-H-E-B-E-D, Jochebed. Mother, Moses' mother, Jochebed, saw something. And the response to seeing something was to hide him. It's interesting that, that the response to seeing something wasn't to expose him or to elevate him or to show him off to others, but instead the response was to hide him. That word goodly in, in the original Hebrew has many meanings, but one of the meanings is favor. One of the meanings of, of that word is favor. What his mother saw was the favor of God upon him. Often our mothers can see stuff in us that nobody else sees. Often, often our mothers will be able to, to denote something unusual, something unique about who we are long before we ever realize we had it in ourselves. Jochebed saw something. She saw the favor of God on Moses. She might not have been able to articulate all that God was about to do in Moses' destiny and all with Moses' purpose, but she saw it in him. And so what she did was she set him aside. What, what I love about God is God acts often like Jochebed. God will see stuff in us 
God will see the anointing in us. God will see the power in us. God will see the possibility in us. And instead of simply exposing it, God will hide us until we're ready. There's some stuff in you that, 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 that God is waiting to release at the right time, but he saw it in you when you were born. When you were born, God, like Jochebed, sat down and said, uh-huh, she's going to change the world. Oh, she's going to mess some stuff up. Huh? He's going to get some folk in line, right? God saw it when we were born, and so because God sees it, because Jochebed saw it, the response was to nurture and protect it. That's what a mother does. A mother knows. A mother sees. That something is different about this child. Something is going on here. Something is unique about this child. A mother sees God saw, Jochebed saw that Moses was special. Moses was different. And so her reaction, her response was to hide him for three months. I, was, I, I, I called my mother um, Earlier this week, so I said, tell you, I, I've never preached a Mother's Day sermon. Right? In the tw- 12, 13 years that I've been pastoring, I've never preached a mother. And so, and so I called her earlier this week and said, you know, this is, this is fun because this is a new challenge. Right? right? I'm used to, I'm used to, and I want to be transparent. I'm used to being able to, to articulate or at least find uh, similarities between God the Father and what it means to be a father. Can I be real about it? I'm used to doing that work. I'm used to figuring out, okay, well, like a father, God does. But I was challenged this week with looking at the characteristics of a mother that God displays and God's godness. And the more I looked at it, the more, the more Jim, I got excited. How God has been, has been showing us through his ability to, to, to just be God what good mothers look like. God, God. God saw in us. God sees in us. Jochebed saw in Moses, right? Right, saw the, the potential, saw the possibility. And so because of that, Jochebed sets Moses aside, just like God sets us aside, so that we might be able to nurture and protect what's on the inside of us. Y'all get that? Y'all get that? Point number one, God God sees, she saw. (laughs) Point number two, my my favorite point. (laughs) She sensed something. She sensed something. I just just want to show you how phenomenal Jochebed was. And and we don't talk about Jochebed enough, but but I just want to show you how phenomenal Jochebed was. Right, this, 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 this was a bad woman. All right, look, 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 not only, not only, not only did she hide Moses, but then when she realized it was time when she sensed it was time for Moses to go do what Moses was supposed to do. This sister, in the text, went and got some leaves and some tar and built this brother a boat. <laughs> Y'all see that in the text? She went and got some tar and some bush and built a boat for her son. Now, you can't tell me that ain't a bad woman. Huh? Huh? And, and, and listen, some of y'all know your mothers would do the same. Wouldn't you? You're you, you, you going to figure it out. Huh? You're going you to make this boat work. <laughs> right, right, 
right, right, right. You're going to make sure your child is okay. Make sure she, she used the resources around her to build her son a boat to protect him because she sensed it was time for him to launch out into the next level of where God was taking him. Mother knows on the spot boat making out of leaves and tar, right? But isn't that what God will do for us? God will use the resources around us, use the stuff at our disposals to, to help form what's necessary to carry us into the next level of our destiny and our purpose because God senses it's time for us to move. Jochebed got some leaves. She went and found some tar downstairs. Huh, huh. She went to Joanne Fabrics real quick. She said, I'll be right back. She went to that section at Target that nobody goes to. Huh, with all the leftover scissors. She got some scissors. Huh, she kept and she put that thing together. Huh, Moses had the best boat. That's why, that's why Pharaoh's daughter looked, because she said, ooh, look at that. Huh? <laughs> she, was, she was impressed by the boat-making abilities huh, of joking. Right? That, that, that's what a good mother will do. Mothers know. Mother knows. God endows mothers at the moment of need to do whatever God has called them to do for their children. Just like God will endow us at the moment of need to operate at a level of excellence we didn't even know we had capacity for. How did we get it done? I don't know. God just showed me. How did y'all figure out? I don't know. God just showed up. How did y'all survive in that house with just you and the kids? I don't know, but God made a way out of no way. How God literally made a way out of no way. How, how, how did y'all make it? God just, God just showed me something one night, and I got up and started doing it, and it worked out. That's the kind of thing God will do because, like Jochebed, God senses something. God senses. But it's not just this, this new ability to operate at a level of excellence at the point of need. That's interesting about God giving Jochebed the ability to sense. But it's also about timing, right? Because she could have built that boat for Moses on any day, right? She could have built it in the evening. She could have built it late in the afternoon. She could have built it early in the morning. But Jochebed built the boat for Moses on the day that Pharaoh's daughter was swimming or bathing in the water right by where she was doing it. There's something about God giving a mother a, a sense to not only know how to do it, but when to do it. Somebody say, when to do it. When to do it. Giving them the ability to be able to put it in the right place at the right moment. That's why it's always important to listen to your mother. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Because if she said, call him before three, somebody say, you better call before three. She, she done sent something. Huh? 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 It's important to listen. To listen to you. To you. Somebody say amen. 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 She, she sent something that wasn't just about the construction, but was also about the timing. That's what God does for us. 
when we listen to God, God will give us the ability to be able to construct using that which is around us and to do it in the timing, the moment in which it is most valuable. God will strategically plan our blessings and our success, but it means we've got to be in tune to the sensing and the movement of God. Jochebed sensed something. Jochebed number one, number one, Jochebed, Jochebed, Jochebed number one, number one, she saw. She saw this, this child is different. There's a, there's a favor on this child. There's an anointing on this child. This child's going to do something. This, this child's going to need to be protected. This, 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 this child's going to need some time with just me alone. This, this, this child we can't treat like the others. This, this, this child we got to make sure is strategically placed in the right atmosphere. This child, we got to guard their surroundings. This child, we got to be careful about the images and things they're watching and seeing. This child, we got to be careful about who's coming in contact with them. This child, we have to monitor. This child, we got to check on. This child, we got to watch. This child is special. Jochebed saw something. God sees something. God sees the anointing. God sees the destiny. God sees what's up in us. God sees our possibility. And so because God sees it, God positions us for protection so that we can mature in what God has given us. Point number one. Point number one, God. God sees it. She saw it. Point Point number two, point number two, she sensed it, God sensed it, sensed that this is the right timing, sensed that God would get me the ability to make a way out of nowhere, sensed that God would allow me to use the limited resources at my disposal to care for those in my needs, sensed that God would get me the ability to do it, Jochebed, sensed she could make a boat out of some leaves and some tar and keep her baby alive. She, 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 she sensed that she could do it at the right moment that Pharaoh's daughter was bathing and that she sensed that Pharaoh's daughter would connect to her baby and keep him covered. Jochebed sensed it. And so she did it. Here's the cool part about the text. Not only did Pharaoh's daughter uh, find Moses, right, and heard Moses weep and said, oh, I'm going to raise this baby. But Pharaoh's daughter said, well, I need someone who can nurse this child. And so right there on the spot, Moses' sister runs up to Pharaoh's daughter and says, hey, I, I know somebody who can, nurse, who can nurse the baby if you okay with it, if you are all right with it. Right, 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 right. And so Pharaoh's daughter says, yes, so Pharaoh's daughter ends up paying Jochebed, Pharaoh's, or Moses' mother, to raise Moses. Because she operated at the right timing. She was sensing the move of God and moved in that minute. And God will always reward those who listen and are obedient to his timing and to his sense. Jochebed got paid to raise her son. When others, when others were having challenges simply because she listened, she saw and she sensed the move of God. Point number one, she saw something. Point number two, she sensed. She sensed something. God senses something. And then point number three, point number three, and I'm done. Point number three, and I'm done. She said something. She said something. Here's, 
Here's what I love about the text. The text says, the text says that his name was Moses. Moses. The word Moses in Hebrew means to draw out of the water. She, she, she named him Moses. Now, 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 the only way this can make sense to you is to remember that the, the command of Pharaoh in Exodus 1.22 was to throw all of the boys into the Nile, and yet she named him Moses. The, the decree was to throw them into the water, and yet she named him Moses, meaning to draw out of the water. This, the only way this can make sense to you is to understand that when they got to the Red Sea, Moses put up his hand and the staff and the waters parted on the left and the right because she named him Moses. To draw out of the water. The only way this can make sense is to understand that he saved the entire nation of the Hebrews, the entire children of Israel moved from dry land to dry land through the Red Sea because she named him Moses to come out of the water. She looked at that baby and she said something. You will come out of the water. You will not be overwhelmed. You will not be consumed. But I'm saying I'm setting this decree upon your life. You will come out of a stronghold. You will come out of your challenges. You will come out of your hurdles. You will come out of the hurdles and mess that you will consume. You will come out of what you go through. You won't get stuck. She said it when he was born. She had no idea that she was decreeing and prophesying against that which was coming up against her child. She had no idea the intricacies of what he was going to accomplish as a man, but she knew that wherever he would go, he would always come out of the water. A mother, a mother says something. God says something. Before you were born, God said already you will be the head and not the tail. Because he knew what you were going to have to experience. Before you were even born, God said you will be victorious because God knew the challenges you would have to encounter. Before you were born, God said that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world because God knew the challenges. God said something about you. God said you are his son, you are his daughter. God said you are his beloved child. God said that there is grace and power and authority with you. God said you will trample upon snakes and serpents. God said you shall have all that you desire in his name. God said it before you were born. Because like Jochebed, God saw something. Like like. Like, like Jochebed, God sensed something. And so like Jochebed, God had to say something. Church, I need you to hear me. A mother knows. A mother knows. And a mother knows because God knows. Because there have been moments in your life where if we just tell the truth about it, had the mother not called, had you not got that hug, 
or, or, or in my case, that eye roll at that right moment. <laughs> you, you knew that she, she cut them eyes. You go, oh, okay, let me just let that go. Let me just let that, huh, 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 huh. We, we understand. Have, have, have we not? That was a God moment, y'all. That was a God moment. That phone call, that, 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 that rub on the back, that, that, that sitting, that was a God moment. Because God sensed, just like Jochebed sensed. God saw, just, just like Jochebed saw. So God said, just like Jochebed said. I want you to honor your mothers and all those who have performed that role of mothering to you in your life today. Because you need to know that each one of them, each one of y'all are heaven sent, just like Jochebed. Can we pray? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you have shown us the power of a mother. We thank you, God, that you have shown us, Lord, that a mother knows, mother sees, mother senses, and a mother says. I thank you, Lord, personally for my mother, Dr. Joyce Ann Bell, Princess Ann Marilyn. I thank you, Lord, for that woman of God that you set over my life, who saw some stuff, said some stuff, and who definitely said some stuff. We, th we thank you, God, for her. I thank you, Lord, for my wife. I thank you, God, for her mother, her mother, God, I thank you, God, for all the mothers who are watching and who are listening, God. I thank you, God, for the mothers in-house, God. I thank you, God, for those who have performed the role of mothering in the lives of so many of us, God. For our teachers and for our nurses, for our doctors, for our lawyers, God, for our dentists, God, for our, our bus drivers, God, for our food service workers, God, for all those, God, who have been like mothers to us. I thank you, God, for them. I thank you, God, for the anointing that you've placed on their lives. Lord, they see, they sense, and they say. And so, God, right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, God, that you would endow and anoint all of the mothers who are watching, listening, and those who are in-house, that they may know that, God, you have called them by name gifted them, blessed them. And God, we give you all the thanks and all the glory for you are God and God alone. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, listen, before we leave, before we leave, before the ushers, as the ushers are getting in place, I just want to say a prayer. A prayer for some of us who have lost our mothers. For some of us, Mother's Day is not as celebratory as others, right? We, we, we've lost that mother. And so I just want to pray for those who have lost a mother, those who have lost a mothering figure in your life, that you would be reminded on this day of all that your mother had given to you, the lessons, the bumps, the bruises, the food, the hugs, the time spent together, I just want to pray that God would use this moment and use this day to remind you of the lessons your mother gave you. 
So can we just pray real quick? Father God, I don't want to miss this moment, God. For Lord, there's some angels surrounding your throne right now who were some great mothers to us, God. There's some angels, God, right now, Lord, who are surrounding your throne, God, who on this side of heaven, Lord, taught us some stuff and held us, God, and cared for us and walked with us, God, and showed us some stuff, God. And so, God, we thank you, Lord, that they are resting with you now, Lord. We thank you, God, for their journey. We thank you, God, that they are resting with you, God. We thank you, God, that we got to love them and got to see them and got to spend so much time with them, God. We thank you, God, for all the days and weeks and months and years that they poured into us, God. We thank you, God, that they can rest from their journey now with you, Lord. We're grateful, God, for the time that we had with them, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, for how they taught us, cared for us, laughed with us, cried with us, stood with us. We thank you, God, for their life. We thank you, God, for what they gave to us. And so, God, right now, as they surround your throne, let them know, God, that we still love them. Love doesn't stop. Love doesn't end, God. Neither does their position as our mother, God. They, they remain our mother, God, even beyond this life, God. And so, God, we thank you for them now. We thank you for how they blessed us, how they kept us. And, oh, God, once again, we covenant to give you all the honor and all the glory for the joke of bids you brought into our lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, if you're watching, if you're watching online, we want to pray for you. If you want to call that number, as you see on your screen, 1-888-714-TIME. We got some folks standing by to pray with you. I want to remind you to go online, camphorconnect.com, to see all the upcoming things this week, as well as the ability to give your tithes and your offerings. We thank you for joining us today. Go celebrate your mother uh, today. Uh, 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 go buy her something expensive. Huh? Huh? To spend all your money today, all of it, all of it today. We thank God. We thank God for it. If you're watching online, we thank God for you. Amen. Amen. Amen.